right, we're going to do everything we can, boys, to produce a Nuggets dub tonight. Game 7, 7 o'clock, Denver time. Nuggets and Clippers. Let's welcome in the round mound of national television guarantees, Sir Charles Barkley himself, <laughs> to the show. Chuck, what thanks up, for brother? a few minutes, buddy. How are you? What's that? Man, I'm doing, I'm doing great, man. Getting ready to head to the golf course for a little bit. So I got no Good complaints. For you. How is your game yeah, nowadays? For you. How, how, how is your game nowadays? I'm playing better right now. You know, it's been suck, been stuck in Atlanta this whole time. Hmm. You know, normally I'm in Philly all summer and I play golf and fish every day, but I've been stuck in this damn bubble for two months. Mm-hmm. I will be so glad when these next two weeks are over. Woo. <laughs> You're in Atlanta. Hey, you buying any chicken at Lou Williams Chicken Eatery over there? That's at a strip joint, dude. I'm too old to go to strip joint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, when, I was young and, when I was young and stupid, I went to strip joints all the time. Now I'm almost 60. You, you know, and there's no reason for a 60-year-old man to go to a strip joint. Oh, God, that's a good exactly point, right? Yeah, yeah Moj, write that down. Yeah, I got it. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah I remember um, that. Charles Barkley. No, with that, us. hey, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it when you're young. I used to love to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at some point, you got to grow up and say, "I'm a listen." Come on. If think, think about it. if I'm at a strip joint right now, the girl's gonna be saying, "Who's the old guy in here, and what is he doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but Charles, it's the wings. Don't you know that? That's what Lou Williams said. It's just the wings there. Hey, man, let me tell you something. He got he lost two game checks, seventy five thousand dollars mm-hmm. each. I don't care how good chicken wings are; they're not worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a good point, dude. Hey, Chuck, I, I got to ask you about Lou and uh, all those other bench players for the Clippers because you look at Game Six. Lou Williams has not produced in this series at all. Montrez Harrell no, got no. yanked fifty. What's happening? Lou, Lou Williams has not played well at all. Not just this game. He, uh, I think it's fair to say he hasn't had a, you know, he hasn't had a, a good end of those little eight games. He's been awful. And Harold had a couple good games here or there, but man, Lou Williams has been awful, plain and simple. I mean, that's all you can say. You know, and something I was thinking about, the Clippers have a ton of depth on that team. They might not be producing now, but they have a ton of depth. They have the better top-end talent. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard is better than the duo of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. But it feels like the one thing the Nuggets have over the Clippers, when things aren't going well, the Nuggets can come back and they can play well. It feels like the the Clippers struggle in that category. Well, listen, uh, Joker and Jamal have been fantastic. You know, Jamal had a couple of rough games, but Joker's been great, great. I mean, uh, you know, last year when I was talking, putting him in the MVP conversation, he's been great. But I have no idea what happened to Harold and Lou Williams. You know, when people were picking them to get to the finals and beat the Lakers, we the, everybody thought that was really the wild card because the Lakers don't have anybody uh, coming off those bench like Harold and Lou Williams. But, you know, uh, they have – like Harold's had a couple good moments, but he hasn't played like the guy he played all season. Uh, but, you know, all that stuff about low management, not playing together, playing when you want to, that's why they're so inconsistent. Like, you know, playing sports is hard. But if you load manage, which they did all year with Kawhi, and then – you know, just, you know, because you can't, like, get in any rhythm because teams like, oh, the Clippers are 
are not going to play tonight. They're going to sit Kawhi. So, listen, but I don't want to take anything away from what the Nuggets have done. Uh, great comeback against the Jazz. Uh, but, you know, and listen, I think you've got to go back to game five and give all the credit to Paul Millsap because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were dead in the water. I mean, they were dead, and he went crazy. Uh, you know, Mars is you know Mars is out there trying to beat up people instead of play basketball, and he got uh, Millsap going. If you remember, Millsap didn't get going to after that dust up with Morris. Yep. And then he goes crazy in the third quarter, uh, and the rest is history so far. Yeah, and Charles, this young Nuggets team is is looking for things to to glom onto. And watching the old man get PO'd, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And so they propel themselves to a win. Then they, they come back from 19 down in game six, and Joker goes crazy, and they blow their doors off in the fourth quarter. As we get ready for this game seven, and, I, and I'm being dead serious, I think the, Quipper, the Clippers are questioning what the heck they're doing and why the heck they find themselves in this game seven situation. As you look ahead right now, can you predict what's going through the Clippers' heads? Because the Nuggets right now, they want it and they're playing with house money. Yeah, you know, this is a pick 'em game. Um, this is a pick 'em game. One of my friends said something to me, and I don't like saying it because, like, he says, you know, other than Kawhi. There's nobody on that team had no big moments. And I started thinking about that. And this guy played in the NBA, and he's a big-time NBA person. He says, Chuck, you need to be careful talking about the Clippers. I'm like, what you talking about, dude? He says, name me somebody on that team other than Kawhi Leonard you trust. And I said, that's a very, I said, that's a very good point. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a, and it's true. Uh, so, man, I tell you what, uh, game sevens are the best thing in the world. You have no, everybody scared to death out there. So, like I say, Kawhi's the only made man going to be playing in the game tonight. <laughs> you know, he's the only one who's made. So the rest of those guys, they're nervous. Uh, you know, we had Jason Tatum on after game seven against, uh, forget who they played. He said, yo, man, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I kept trying to sleep. Uh, and it was just a waste of time because I've been, when you got a game seven, man, you're not, you're just nervous. So I know it's been a long 48 hours for both of those teams. But like I say, I got no idea what's going to happen tonight. Uh, I can't wait to watch uh, because, you know, you see guys make their careers by having a career night. Uh, but man, it's been, uh, Coach Malone has done a fabulous job. Uh, Man, that Joker, if you don't like Joker, you don't like basketball players. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't like basketball if you don't like the Joker. You know, he's got some flaws, but, man, he's a baller. You know, he is a serious baller. You know, I hear guys being criticized his defense on the games and things like that. And, listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was a great defender. But, listen, if you don't like watching him play, you just don't like I mean. Some of the passes he made, he made a couple no-look passes. He made a no-look pass the other night that was a turnover, but it was so damn pretty, the guy didn't even <laughs> notice he was passing him the ball. That was so, Chuck, that was what's so sweet about it. He gets a rebound, and he flips it behind his back, and the guy's like, is he throwing that to me? And, he, and one of the Clippers guys stole it. 
But the guy on the Nuggets didn't even realize he was passing him the ball. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that was Jeremy Grant. Chuck, you know, you mentioned Joker and the respect factor. I remember watching Draymond Green on your show just pick him apart defensively. And I get it. Defensively, he's not all there. But every player has got a flaw. Draymond Green, I could do the same thing offensively with him. Why why don't people respect the whole the big picture of, of Nikola Jokic? And, and part of that picture, as you just mentioned, the clutch factor. Is there anyone more clutch, especially in Game 7s? Then Nikola Jokic, you should see his numbers in Game Sevens, Chuck. They're through the roof. Well, well, the problem is how far have you guys advanced? I mean, first of all, we don't show. I mean, it is what it is. It's not like I make out the schedule. We don't show a lot of Nuggets games. Mm-hmm. So you know, so uh, they need if they advance tonight. I think he'll start getting more credit. But it's all about how far you go in the playoffs. And, you know, you lost game seven at home last year, which you can't lose a game seven at home. Uh, but tonight, uh, if they win tonight, I think he'll, especially after game six, uh, especially after game six. I mean, I had to go back and look at some of those highlights because, listen, Vic, you know me. I'm a gambling degenerate. There was no way in the hell I was going to be watching basketball when football was on. <laughs> So I had to I had to go back and look and see how awesome he was because man I'm so glad to have football back because I don't you know normally I don't leave my house on Saturday and Sunday I just spend all day on the phone with my bookie betting on football <laughs> so I had to go I said TNT hey y'all better send me some tapes on this game because I haven't watched a second of it you know. I said, because uh, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't really concerned because uh, we knew the ESPN had Game Seven, so I didn't have to go on TV and talk about it, so I wasn't worried about it. So I was like, let me go see how great Denver played, because when I when I first saw the score, I think the Lakers, uh, excuse me, the Clippers were killing them, and then the next thing I know, I was on the phone, he and with my book, and he's like, man, how about Game Seven? I'm like, what you talking about? Because I, I uh, he awesome. says. He says, uh, Denver came back and won that game. I said, you're kidding me. And I says, yo, man, what's the line on the Cowboys game? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let me tell you something, though. I I watch football and basketball on Sunday morning, and we get in here Monday, and Vic's all over me. He's like, why aren't you focused on the Nuggets? I said, well, I can do both, and I got to get my football in, too. I'm the same way. Man, Man, listen, uh, college football – and pro football, uh, that's my gambling vices. I love it. Uh, it's going to be, you know, it's crazy, though, because I'm trying to figure out how to bet because we haven't seen in the preseason games. Yeah. And what scares me to death is no damn home field advantage. Bet I don't the under, people... Chuck. Bet the under. You would have won a yeah, ton well, of money by now. Yeah, I'm not a big believer on the over-under. I mean, because, you know, some, there's nothing worse than betting the under and some team scores a late touchdown when they down 35 to 17 and they just screw up the over-under. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Man, it's so interesting watching sports. And football, I think, is going to be the number one thing because I admire football players because they have to be crazy to play it. But I think it's going to be fascinating watching how they play without the fans. I mean, because, man, they, they have so much energy and anger and emotion when you play football. 
So I, I, it was hard. It was really hard betting Sunday because I'm like, man, the crowd ain't there to go wild. And it's going, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting and fun trying to bet all year. Last one, Chuck, because Michael Malone has actually used you as motivation in this series. He has said, hey, now everybody's counted us out. You know, Chuck even made his guarantees. So we, we need, on behalf of all Nuggets fans, we, we need a Charles Barkley Clippers victory guarantee just to help the cause tonight. <laughs> hey, let me see if we get one. I, I really like Mike Malone. I had yeah. never really known him. But two years ago, uh, he came in the studio and he was awesome to be around. You know, we don't ever go to games and spend time with these coaches. So uh, I went there and spent some time. He came in the studio and we sit around. We sit around and uh, watch different things and watch different games. And he was awesome. So listen, you know, man, I, I never care who wins. I don't make no more money or anything who wins. Clearly, I think that the network want the Lakers to win. Uh, listen, let's be honest. Clearly, the Lakers want the Nuggets to win. Uh, you know, because it's a much better matchup for them if they play the Nuggets. That's what's going to be fascinating about this game tonight. You know, I was watching TV this morning, and somebody said, uh, uh, who would the Lakers rather play? And it's like, of course, they'd rather play the Nuggets. The only person who want the Nuggets, uh, want the uh, Clippers to win is Marquise Morris's brother, so he can yeah, play that, against his brother. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, but listen, man, it's uh, I don't care who wins. I think it's going to be. A, it's, I, I love Game Sevens. Uh, I think it's been great for the league to get a chance to see uh, Jamal and obviously the Joker, uh, because like I say, we don't get to see those guys that much. I think it has a lot to do with the time zone, to be honest with you. Because, you know, we do one East Coast game, one West Coast game, and because y'all in that mountain time zone, uh, it's just awkward. We very seldom show mountain time zone games because we have to do a East Coast, West Coast game. But, man, you guys have had a great season, and good luck tonight. And I listen, Who wins? Who wins, uh, Chuck? Who Give wins? me a, Who's going to win? Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the Nuggets because of experience. Damn it. Uh, oh. No. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm listen. <laughs> hey, listen, first of all, you should feel pretty damn good that I'm picking the Clippers. <laughs> you did I pick mean, them against hey, Utah. Should, you hey, did. Hey, as, hey, as soon as we're done with this interview, y'all should all call your bookie. Chuck picked the Clippers. <laughs> 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 Chuck, hey, man, we, man. We, we appreciate your time as always. It's always great to talk to you. I, I got to be honest with you. Here in Denver, you know, with, with getting blown out against Utah, but coming back from 3-1 down, and they're on the verge of doing it again. First team ever to come back from 2-3-1 downs. You know, Chuck, you know we've had well, our pain well, me, here over the years. Hey, let me tell you something. You really pissed me off in the first round because I picked you guys in the first round. And when y'all were down 3-1, I'm like, damn. I'm wrong again. And then y'all pulled three in a row out, and it was awesome. And uh, I thought, like I said, well, first of all, y'all were dead in the water to my man Paul Millsap. Actually, who's a homeboy of mine from Alabama. And I said, I said, Paul Millsap made me look like a damn fool on TV tonight. And uh, But, man, hey, man, but uh, congrats to the Nuggets. Uh, I right, listen, 
it, it won't bother me a bit if y'all win tonight. I mean, I know. Listen, I know everybody at, uh, in the NBA want to see the Lakers against the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, first of all, that's the one thing that suck about being in a bubble because we had planned. I, I had been planning for a year before the pandemic. Oh, we gonna get two weeks in LA for the coach. You know, that's the only time we actually travel for the conference finals. And we got the West this year, and I was like, "Yo, man, we are gonna get two weeks in LA. We can walk to the gym every day. I'm gonna get us on Bel Air every two or three days." I mean, I was so excited to be in LA. So, hey, so I'm stuck in the bubble in Atlanta, so it don't matter. But good luck to the Nuggets tonight. All right, buddy, Charles, appreciate you so much, the time, man. man. Thanks, buddy. Anytime. Anytime, guys. Y'all take care of yourself. And everybody All out right. there, be safe and wear a mask. All there right, you go. Man, you that is it. Charles Barkley.